0: mark the radio dial setting at
1: MotorCityGaming.com. Do not use your phone. It must be reserved for vital emergency messages so that you can receive
0: official news and civil defense instructions on the carnal frequency used in your area. Your life may depend on this. The last line of defense in major gaming news. Gamezilla Alpha. Prepare to take shelter. ...and obey instructions instantly. This
1: is the underground resistance. Join the Alpha Force.
0: This is the plan to help you and others who need you. A plan to live, to work, and fight, as did your forefathers. Now, let's check the plan together, step by step. GameZilla Alpha. Welcome, well, welcome to, to GameZilla Alpha. I regret not, not paying the heating bill this month it's eight degrees outside
1: no it's just michigan it's cold and we're in the basement so we're surrounded by cold everything also i didn't pay my electrical bills (laughs) (laughs) or my or
0: my gas bill it's cold as shit here (laughs) michigan man
1: uh it is very cold but we're here to bring some warmth to you in the video game realm it's really lame. <laughs> yeah, realm. All there right, we well, welcome to episode 39 of GameZilla Alpha. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me here in the studio, Jazzy Fiddle.
0: This episode... Oh, sorry, it just says Jazzy. 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 You shortened it here. I Jazzy. forgot. Different show, you're Jazzy Fiddle. It's true. Different persona. Yeah, di- Yeah. different person. Completely. Yep. Uh, yeah, this episode <laughs> <that's> Terrible <laughs> is brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. If you want early access to this show along with other great perks, head on over to patreon.com/gamezilla media and start your patronage today. Uh, nice coin. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I've been uh, waiting
1: this whole time for that. I'm I'm a lot of tricks now. That's it. That's all yeah. I got. Yeah. That's
0: it. <laughs> I mean, you were waiting a whole two minutes. It's the only Way thing, to be patient. That's <laughs> the <laughs> it's only minutes. thing that uh, Deadites taught me. <laughs> that and this.
1: Yeah! Why did I just play the Xbox plug drop? Because we're going to talk about not only Xbox, not only PlayStation, not only King himself Nintendo, but we're going to talk about the big three. The Atari 2600. No, nope, nope, Atari Box Atari box is dead. It's not even out yet, and oh. it's dead. But we're going to take the big three. We're going to spin it into 2018 because we're back, right? Alpha's back. Here's our first episode in the new year, and we're going to talk about expectations and what we would like to see in the new year here for, from the big three.
0: And new year, new me. The PC Master
1: Race. Yeah, sure. You can bring them in, I guess. I guess you could bring them in. Yeah. They already know that they're going to be. Here's your answer to PC Master Race. I hope that League's still around. It will be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> done. PC's done. So we can move on to the other three. People are still playing Minecraft, man. Yeah. It's <laughs> the big three, man. The big three. I, I guess I should have said the big three of console gaming or something. Okay, I don't okay. know. Okay, we'll allow it. So, um,
0: yeah. How, how, how was your new year, first of all? Um, I it was great. Yeah. Yeah. It was very relaxing. Um, the holidays did me in between everybody I know getting sick during the holidays and then, you know, family, love them to death. They come in, it's like, you know, love seeing them, but <laughs> a couple, yeah, a couple <laughs> days later, you're kind of loving to see them go. Yeah. So, um, we had some family friends come in and stay with us and then obviously family and stuff like that. So, um. I uh, kind of didn't didn't go out, didn't do much. Just had a relaxing uh, New Year's in, and, and it was nice. I it, I needed that break. Nice. So I time traveled back into the '80s.
1: Oh yeah, I went to a Stranger Things New Year New Year's Eve party uh, thrown by our producer Deadite. And I uh, got uh, done up with my flannel and, and my my poofy, uh vest and, and went as will from stranger things. So I was a 34 year old will that uh, there's some some photos that'll um, they may be already up on social media. I don't I don't keep yeah. track of all of our social media but they'll probably get postings because like it was cool like the ABC um, Christmas light wall from the, was was in the house. oh nice the Snowball '84, like uh, party at the high school was in the house. Uh, On the side by the stairs was crayon drawings, like Will did of the tunneling system. The tunneling system, that's super cool. Yeah. So there's pictures of me with crayons, like on the wall, like looking like I'm crazy and everything like that. Uh, Yeah, it was it was a good time.
0: It was a real good time. Uh, I heard you make. uh, I saw on social media. If you if you don't follow. Our social media, if you follow the individual people, so Grimlock's or myself's or even Deadites, um, I know that the pictures are there on social media. Oh, okay. And then also on Discord. He did post a few on Discord, I believe, so.
1: Yeah, and you want to join the Discord because you can talk about video games every day with people from around the world, and guess what? It's free. So, like, why not? If you're looking for a gaming community that's healthy, nice, and very, you know, and there's a few trolls in there. I mean, where are you, you going to go? There's no trolls. But gaming they're friendly, trolls are lucky. They're friendly trolls. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're looking for a place like the to hang on and talk in gaming, belly. you want to join our Discord, just go to com, click on that Discord button, and uh, you know, welcome.
0: Yeah. I saw a video of uh, like an 80s music uh, mix that he was creating. For that party. Yeah. Oh, yeah every And yeah. He, and he's, you know... And he was, like, playing... It was, like, De- Toto's Africa, and I yeah. was, like, oh, man. Deadite,
1: Deadite's, like, um you know, he's our producer, and he's very serious about things, and he's very serious all the way down to, like, his playlist for the New Year's Eve party. He's, like, nothing <laughs> can be passed a certain year, like 84. It's got to be, like, 79 to 84, because if it came out 85 or 86... That didn't happen at the '84 snowball party, (laughs) right? Yeah, like he was really, he's really trying to be, yeah, really trying to be in the in the mood there.
0: So, um, but it was good, it was fun. Yeah, I was a little bummed because that's like my guilty, one of my guilty pleasure songs. I know, like it's just a very odd song, but like Toto's Africa is like, I don't know why, just something about that song, (laughs) I love it.
1: I don't know why I love you, but there's just something about Jazzy. So, all right. So, 2017 was a great year for gaming. Uh, We saw the rebirth of Nintendo. We saw PlayStation and Xbox duke it out to try to have the most powerful console of all time. And we also saw, you know, great games returning uh, like Mario, like Legend of Zelda. We saw newcomers like Horizon Zero Dawn. And, um, why am I blanking? Well, like Horizon Zero Dawn. But, uh, you know, and we saw a, a lot of other great games that hit. Yeah. You know, this showed up. Uh, Don't multi- forget a the multiplayer very to indie to...
0: attempt at VR. Well, that's secondly 2016 when it launched, though. Yeah, but it really pushed itself in 2017 now, I feel like 20... to the limits of mediocre. <laughs> I feel like 2016, <laughs> when it came out
1: in that, like, October-November realm, right? It, like, skyrocketed. <laughs> and then I feel like 2017 came and everyone was like, Forgot what VR was. It's just like, yeah, it's a thing over there. Like, you know, we got these three guys in the studio that like smoke pot and really are useless. So we just put them on the VR project. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Anyways, 2018, we got a lot to talk about. And we're going to start with PlayStation good playstation the uh, you know our, right now it's it's you can't really argue this they are the king of this current gen uh console war and winning in the systems winning in a lot of things but i i think the main reason you know besides out the gate seeing a 100 dollar price difference when ps4 and xbox one launched and and things and and microsoft screwing up at e3 and really disenfranchising a lot of people they also had one thing that that microsoft doesn't and that's exclusives so 2018 for playstation i think is a lot of the same we're you know we're seeing that we have the ps4 pro you know we're not going to be shocked and awed by any hardware the only thing that we might get hint of you know and, and people are already starting to room make rumors about it is we could potentially hear about ps5 we could potentially hear mm-hmm. about the next gen console it's not coming out this year it's not you know but at the same time when we go to e3 or when we when we're at one of these conventions um you know it could be something that sony decides to at least break the ice on but we're not going to talk about that right now we're going to talk about the here and now the ps4 and what and what we're anticipating so Obviously, we're getting games like God of War, Detroit Become Human, um, Days Gone, Marvel Spider Man. All of these are exclusives. Mm-hmm. So they're building it up. They have, you know, we've now seen more of the game called Dreams, which has surprisingly become more and more interesting as, as we've learned what this once thought dead game is. Uh, It it looks like a game developing tool that they're going to give out to gamers and and they've hopefully made it friendly enough that people are going to be able to create all sorts of cool, unique things that that you'll be able to go play at any time you want.
0: Yeah. It's just a, an advancement on, I think, what they've done with uh, Mega Man and stuff like that. Where and then obviously the Mario games, where it's like you can build your own levels, it create your old, create your old speed runs and stuff like that. And they're allowing you a lot of freedom in building inside of that specific game. This is, I think, is just pushing it a step further and allowing you to build your own game and then share it to the world. Yeah. So
1: and obviously, the Last of Us Part Two has the potential of being released this year. Um, uh, Ace Combat Seven for the for the flights flight fans with PlayStation VR uh, capability. This could be a, a this could be a huge piece for v, for PSVR. Um, you know Ace Combat is a is a famous IP that a lot of people are excited to see making its return. Um, you know games like Nino Kuni Two, uh, Detroit Become Human. I already said Death Stranding potentially uh, mm-hmm. has a 2018 window. And, you know, Concrete Genie, uh, just a bunch of stuff all the way from, like, the obvious, you know, God of War. Spider-Man. Yeah, the stuff that uh, have released dates already. And then all the way down to smaller stuff that still seems very um, impressive, very exciting. So, we're used to this. Like, this is almost what we expect from PlayStation nowadays. Yeah,
0: there's no longer an E3 for them. There is a exclusive our gameplay trailer yeah so if this is what we expect
1: what do you want to see beyond it because because you, you can't be we i don't think we can no any longer be satisfied with just like what we expect right like you, you push yourself and, and you and you push companies that you that you love and want to see more out of and so what do you Jesse fiddle want to see from playstation from sony in 2018 that isn't the obvious Like, yeah, we all want to play God of War, right? but what do you want? Because I have a couple things that I can definitely ramble off that I
0: would love to see Sony do that I, I highly don't think they will, but maybe. Yeah, there's two things that I think that Sony absolutely has to do, and then there's something that I think they need to start planning for, but don't necessarily need to push it just yet. Get ready, ladies and gentlemen. He's about to blow your mind. The first thing is VR. They have to do something with VR this year. There has to be some sort of game, there has to be some sort of support, or hell, there has to be some sort of marketing to try to do something with VR, because let's be real, it's dead in the water for Sony right you now. You were trying to sell PlayStation <laughs> VRs for $199 at, at the
1: holiday with a camera and a ga- and a brand new game, mind you, Doom and Gran Turismo. Right. The only thing you weren't getting was move controllers, which guess what, you didn't need... That and they were still on the shelf.
0: Yeah. Yep. They have to do something with it. It's just from the launch, it's been awful with support. It's been awful with marketing and uh, the games. I mean, I guess that could fall into support, but like you need something on. And we're not talking like mind blown, like holy crap, this is the greatest thing ever. But you have to have, like, I can honestly count on two fingers the games that I even had interest in playing on VR to to date. So they need to do something with VR. The one thing that I think they need to start thinking about, but I don't think is going to happen this year, is they have almost a full year in the books of the Nintendo Switch launch. They've seen what a mobile gaming unit can do and how well it's doing. They need to start thinking of potentially putting out a PS Vita 2. Yeah, obviously I don't think you
1: call it the, the Vita because because well, yeah. because you you have the bad taste in your mouth of the Vita, so just release a new handheld. But yeah, so my, you know, obviously I think uh, the handheld market is interesting. Um, the Switch has been out for you know just just about a you know a little under a year, and yeah, I mean. If you're Sony, if you're Microsoft, you, you gotta think about is this something that you want to dip your, you know, dip your feet into. But the problem with PlayStation side of it is you already have PlayStation VR, which is this this is this platform you have to support. And you have PlayStation 4, and you have PlayStation 4 Pro, you know, and you have, you know, you have a lot of different products. You have a lot of different products, a lot of different devices and services is there room for one more does does your infrastructure really support it are you going to be able to support a handheld because you know and we'll get into it more when we get to Nintendo's section here you got to support it it needs exclusive content mm-hmm. just like we're talking about VR which isn't getting ex- isn't getting the content we want to see if, if, we can't, if they can't give it to their, to their VR system, which is this brand new technology that everyone should be excited about, how can we trust them to release a new handheld? Yep. Unless that handheld somehow becomes, and, and I think it's impossible, but it would have to become a hybrid with the PS4. Yep. It would have to be one in the same, like the Switch. Yes, the Switch is one device, but it can be home or, or handheld. Well then, PlayStation needs to go the opposite way. Make two devices, but make them be able to tap into everything. That, you know, yeah, tap you into have, everything. You can
0: have two devices, but yeah. you know, uh, Bluetooth it so that when you know your Vita is close enough to your console, you can literally use your Vita as a controller pad yeah. or something like you and, know. And the Vita does that now, um, but to an extent. To an extent,
1: it's very shaky. It's it's not, you know, it's not a. For some games, it works. For many games, it doesn't. And so yeah, you need you know you need a handheld, but you need it with two real joysticks, real triggers, you know you need, you need a traditional controller in your hand with a screen on it. Mm-hmm. you know and the only thing that and, and so the people go, well what, how do you make one that's not just not just a switch? You make one that somehow <laughs> can run the games that the switch can't. Right. That's how. That's how yeah. you. That's how you win. You need a you, more powerful you know, switch. Yeah. You. You <laughs> <by> have, Sony. <laughs> right. Sony and Microsoft are sitting here battling now for the 4K and HDR and the more power you make the more powerful handheld too. You know. You just become that. You know. We have the most powerful console. We have the most powerful handheld type thing. But um, uh, on top of that, though, I want to see them take a page out of Microsoft's book. I want to see a pro controller made. F- by Sony for the PS4. Yes, I would love to see a high-end PS4 DualShock 4 controller with you know configuration ability like the Elite controller on the Xbox. Um, Xbox was surprised at how well that controller sold. It's not in stores now. Yeah, and like that you can, can't find it now. Yeah, and that controller is expensive. It is a it's pricey. So. It, like, you see the market, they want it. It's why companies like Scuff, Cinch, you know, and, and others exist. Because people want those controllers. But if you had the option to buy it as a first-party product, um, you know, I love my Elite controller. You know, and then for PS4, I have a Cinch controller.
0: And the Cinch controller is good. But I, if Sony had one, I'd also buy a Sony one. Yeah. And they just have the marketing the second you slap sony on that controller yeah. it's going to reach more people's eyes and more people are going to want it because it's a, a sony playstation product and it's just it has nowhere to it, it's a success waiting to happen like yep. it's, they just need to do it yep and then on a small note i, I you know we
1: there's rumors that it's coming uh, of course there's been rumors that it's been that it's supposed to come for years uh we need uh Gamertag name change. Oh yeah,
0: needs to be needs to be yeah. enabled. It needs to happen. At the at the end of the day, this is what Sony needs to focus on in 2018. They have the exclusive content. They've proven that over the past two years. Now you have Microsoft coming in with the most powerful console on the market, and they're starting to trend up in their sales. You have the Switch, who's breaking records in sales right now, and then what Sony needs to do is support their fans. Keep Sony fans at Sony because the other two, big three, are, are coming after you. They're coming after your fan base. So you need to be able to support your fans. Listen to them. You know, if it means up, Updating your UI and making it more friendly, do it. If it means being able to change your fucking gamer tag name, even if it cost me 10 bucks, I would fucking buy it. Like I already did it. I already (laughs) spent that's how much it costs on Xbox, and I've done it multiple times. Yeah. It's just you have to support your fans. You've got the exclusive content. You have the sales lead in your in your councils. you have more councils in more people's hands than the other two companies? Support those fans. Period. End of sentence.
1: Yeah, the big thing, um, the big thing here is you're you're winning, right? And you're in control, and you don't want to be Microsoft from last gen, where you were the 360 and you dominated, you know, the first four years, and then you let you let the other guys make a few a few uh, advancements, and you and you didn't do anything. And then you lost at the end at the end. And what happens when you lose at the end is exactly what we saw. PS3 won that generation at the end of its life. And then it rolled into the PS4 and it just snowballed because they made the right decisions. So if you're Sony and you're and you're being content and you're not pushing in the right, you know, and, and advancing in the right ways, you I worry that you know maybe it is an Xbox maybe it's Nintendo because guess what your system is 4 years old the Switch is not even a year old so its life cycle is can can be doesn't have to be but it can go longer than yours technically yeah and be okay with it now do i th- I don't know if that'll happen but my whole point is is that don't make a don't start getting like complacent and lazy because you're gonna have that company that came out of nowhere and just takes it all over. Yeah, and um, you know, and that's again, I'm all about healthy healthy competition. I want all three to be doing stuff because I want all three to survive. And and, and if one if we want to sit there and say, you know, who's first, second, and third, that's fine. I don't really care because I played them all, but. These are things that if I'm sitting here as a Sony you know, executive or whatever, these are things I
0: need to consider to make 2018, cons- consider 2018 a successful year for, yeah. for us. And they need to not sit down. I feel like they've kind of gotten, like you said, a little bit lazy, and they need to make sure that they're still pushing their product and pushing their their um exclusives and giving these people the rights to make sure that they're staying in Sony cuz they have the ability to and I'm not saying cuz we don't know release dates and stuff like that but if these three games happen to release in in 2018 they have the ability as Sony to make a shit ton of money with Death Stranding Kojima's going to bring you a shit ton of money <laughs> The Last of Us Part 2 cuz The Last of Us oh yeah is a known as one of probably the greatest video games made to date. Right. And then another um, viewpoint of a huge fan base that already has a following, the remake of Final Fantasy VII. You have the ability to just, on those three games alone, as long as you're taking care of those developers and making sure that they're taken care of and bringing their product to you potentially this year, you as Sony have the ability to make a crap ton of money just off those three franchises, right yeah, there.
1: And you're still not even mentioning God of War, Mar- right. Marvel Spider Man, which is Insomniac. Yep. Like you still have huge haymakers just waiting to be swung. You know, on top of your indie scene, on top of your VR scene, on top of anything else that you decide to roll out, like a pro controller or something like that. So, um, you know, I think. You made this, I guess my whole thing is you made this premium system in the PS4 Pro. It's a premium system, just like the Xbox One X, because you still sell what's called a PS4 for cheaper. I should have the option that with a premium system, there are premium accessories from you that I can, because I, you know, I came and I bought your more expensive system because I care about, I care about these things, then, you know, the... controller in my hands and you know all the way down to even hell the headset on my head i should have the option to go through sony and pick out some higher end options just like i did when i bought your main piece of hardware yep now xbox they released the xbox one x but you know what existed before even the x did the elite controller so that, I, think it's, I think it's a big miss for them. I think there's a lot of money sitting there that they could, uh, they could definitely tap into, especially considering you're looking at like 60, 70 million units that no one has a pro controller from you because you haven't made one yet. So right. that entire market is yours to tap. Yeah. I
0: don't see how it's, I don't see how it's even a, a question why you shouldn't do it. All right. Yeah, I know. Last last thing I'll say about PlayStation that we can move on to one of the others is they fixed it halfway through th- through 2017. They need to have a solid year of this. The PlayStation Plus games that you get for free each month, it was broken as shit through the beginning half of 2017, and you've corrected that towards the end of 2017. Yeah. You cannot let your paying members of your <laughs> gaming console... Get crap. In return,
1: yeah, no, absolutely. They they got to they got to stay on that, and they have done a good job. And and January here is a, a good first month for them. So, yeah, they got to keep it rolling. All right, we're gonna move into Microsoft Xbox uh, second here, and the big thing that you know we both picked up Xbox One X's, right? Let's uh, let's do it more time. X has delivered. They have proven that they are the most powerful console ever, and um, you know, they did it in a way that the Pro couldn't. We both bought PS4 Pros, and yeah, you know, we went back and we played Infamous, and we were like, wow, you know, look at the background and stuff like that, but it faded. It started to fade on us where we weren't paying attention to, well, does this game have Pro, like, enhancement? Does this game have Pro enhancement? Where the X, you just notice that everything looks better. Mm-hmm. Everything. You know, and yes, you need the TV, and yes, you need this stuff, but the bottom line is we had all that. So we, all we needed was the box. I'm not sitting here saying everybody should go out and buy an Xbox One X. No. But for the people that do are graphics knobs or do care about these things, the X is impressive. And in a way, that it has made me play more Xbox than I have ever played
0: in this generation. It made me play Xbox in this generation yep. for the first time. Yeah. Because I've never owned an Xbox console until the X. Yeah. The X has outperformed sales, it has outperformed expectations.
1: Um, you know, it has really had a great start. Now, 2018 is the big question, though. Okay, so here we are. We now know moving forward in 2018 for third-party games, for games that are going to be shared across multiple platforms, and we're not counting PC, so you PC snobs with your dual 1080 graphics cards and shit, (laughs) calm the fuck down. We know you can can blow us all out of the water. Whatever, man. But on the console side, we know any third-party game is going to look better on the Xbox One X and especially if that company spends that time and actually makes it like Xbox 1X enhanced then we you know you really know it's going to look better so games like Anthem my most anticipated game of 2018 yeah you know it's going to be one of those games that I debate buying on both consoles because I know a lot of people are going to play on the PS4 that we play games with and I don't want to alienate them and and feel like abandon them. But I'm but I want to play it on Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> so like it's gonna be that thing where it's like, Jazzy, no one else is on, let's go, let's go rank our characters up on the Xbox side. Absolutely. You know, it's what I thought I was gonna do with Destiny 2 until Destiny Two turned out to be a huge disappointment. I really thought I was gonna end up playing it on both platforms, but it just didn't happen. Now Anthem is that game that I'm looking forward to uh, into twenty eighteen being that game where I'm like, shit, I'm gonna play this thing probably everywhere. So um, so on a third party standpoint, things look good because you now can sit there and say those types of games look best on Xbox. The problem that you run into is I can name two exclusives. And I'm sure there's probably a few more out there, but but they're not God of War. They're not, you know, they're not big names. Yeah, they're not major. So you get Sea of Thieves, which I am more excited about. I, I am, am more and passes. more excited because the more yeah. I watch, the more. This game looks really cool multiplayer. It looks really cool when you know Jazzy and Ecto and, and all of our other friends are are hanging out. The glitch is online, and we're like, everybody get aboard! We're gonna go raid another ship. We're gonna go treasure hunting, and it just looks cool. And all the customization of your character and how unique you can be with with in, individual characters is so cool because you you won't feel like destiny. You won't feel like, oh look, I just ran by myself because every goddamn warlock looks the same, right? You know, because there's three types of armor. Two of them look like dog shit, and the other one is what everybody runs. So,
0: with that being said, actually, um, I thought I saw this, and I just looked it up, and I don't know if this is correct or not, but it's only exclusive to Xbox time-based. See if thieves th- is coming to PS4. No, I thought.
1: No, it's made by it's made by. Uh, in house, in uh, house studios.
0: I thought it was coming to PS4. I saw somewhere.
1: Nope. It'll be a PC game, you know, because obviously yeah, Microsoft obviously does when, all yeah, does it, play, play yep. anywhere. But uh, Sea of Thieves, and then of course, Crackdown three. And I'm a huge Crackdown fan, but let's be honest, Crackdown three right now. Yeah, y- y- you know, you wonder if you're gonna get a great game or if you're gonna get like The Last Guardian. You know, <laughs> like you really don't know with Crackdown right now because it got delayed. It didn't. It didn't look very impressive at, conv- at conventions in 2017. But it is. A, it is an exclusive, and it is. It does have the Crackdown name. So, hopefully, you know, hopefully. Yeah, uh, it does have Terry Crews involved so yeah. like that's exciting <laughs> yep. but at the same time it could be a, a fucking dumpster fire I hope it's not but that's
0: it so then you're like yeah, there's uh, a couple other ones not they're just not as big a name as as the ones that are over in Sony so you have Ori Will-O-Wisps is coming yeah, out not, but no
1: date we don't even know um, if it's going to be 2018
0: uh, State of Decay 2
1: okay yeah that's true But But like when you're thinking like, okay, stay in the K2. Ori would be my my number one, right? Right. Because Moon Studios is, is, is one of my favorite, and Ori is an amazing game and a Metroidvania fan, super fan. And so, yeah, but I don't have any guarantee that it'll even... If it drops this year than Xbox One. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, for me. For <laughs> me personally. But I don't know if it will because the thing about Moon Studios is they're going to make Ori... They're going to work on Ori until Ori's ready. That's that's the thing I like about them is that... And, and they haven't sat here and be like, oh, it's coming out uh, in July. Oh, we got to delay it. Oh, we got to delay it. Oh, no. They're just not going to tell us and that's fine. That's what I want. Work on your game and then when it's ready, you tell me. So... But nonetheless, you know Phil Spencer's come out. He's talked about how they need to get better with exclusives. They need to find new opportunities, and that's so. So here we go, right? The you got a new system. You got the most powerful system. You have an elite controller that I think we're going to see a remodel of. I think we're going to see version two finally because this controller has outperformed since day one, and now we're sitting at well, all the new all the new controllers for the Xbox are Bluetooth. Not the elite. All the like the, the elite is still running off of some of the older Xbox One technology, which is fine. The controller is fantastic, but they can improve on the model. And I think right. we're, I think we see a re- redesign of the elite controller, slight facelift, maybe a major facelift. We'll see. Um, that's that's my prediction for 2018. Is a, that along with some surprising announcements from Phil Spencer uh, at big conventions. With new IPs or new studios, maybe we don't yeah. know the IP yet, but new studio announcements, um, you know. And and here's the thing that Xbox needs to do: release
0: Battletoads, and you win. <laughs> uh, I mean, for me, Xbox this year that that's like that's it. That's all I really need to do. It's exclusive. Is exclusive, exclusives. Exclusives. You've put the most powerful console on the market, you have all these great features, you have excellent fan support, and the fact that you have all this backwards compatibility, and you have the ability to play everything cross-platform on Windows 10, and, and all of this great stuff, right? I need exclusives, that's it. If we go into another E3 and Microsoft's like, well, we released another 400 games backwards compatible, and you know don't have have these, don't yeah, they don't have all the exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can't, you there's no, you, you can't go through another E3 of fan support. You need to go through an E3 of fan hype. And yeah. you have to get them excited for something that they can only get at Xbox.
1: Yeah, I think and I think you will you will get that next dose of Halo. You will get that next dose of Gears, but I don't think but a lot of those will be announcements. They won't be they won't be games that come out this year. Right. And so, you know, yeah, you could set up strong for 2019, maybe, potentially, or or I guess maybe you could surprise us and have some late like you could do a Bethesda and at E3 be like fallout 4 coming out this year and and that that would make people's jaw drop right halo 6 coming out in november
0: yeah.
1: oh shit because we haven't heard it in like you know oh because guess what we've been hearing about last of us 2 for two years now not quite two years but we're getting there right close <laughs> so you know um yeah, I mean that's one way Microsoft can win a couple, at least a couple rounds of this boxing fight is drop some bombs and be like, "Hey, um, yeah, Halo Six, it's done, coming out in a couple months." Yep. You know that's hard to do. I don't. We never. Fit, we never believed that Bethesda was going to do it, and they did. You know when they dropped it, we're like, "Yeah, right,
0: it's going to get delayed." No, they delivered. And they delivered a good game that many people enjoyed. So. Yeah. Um, and They can't yeah. hold on. to one thing I don't want to see them do in 2018 is they, they do need to market the X. They do need to push the fact that they have the strongest game console on the market. All of your games will look the best. All of your games will perform the best. All of these are true facts, but they need to not hold on to that fact because when you have a large group of people, just your hardcore gamers are going to pay that price tag to get the best of the best top of the line. You need to be able to support everybody, and you can't just be like, "Oh yeah, we have this game." Well, well, so does Sony, and and you know this, but uh, it'll look better over here. It'll look better yeah. over here for the price. Well, see, the problem with with all this is, like, first of all, the X
1: has outperformed its sales expectations. So more people are actually investing into it than they than maybe they initially thought. Thought right. But the thing about it is, you. You don't sell like, yes, you mark, like, yes, there's commercials on TV, and yes, if you're if you go to convention, you'll you can talk to Microsoft reps, and yeah, there's a Microsoft store here or there, but the majority is coming out of GameStop, it's coming out of Best Buy, it's coming out of Target, it's coming out of right those are your stores. And when I go into those stores and I'm just shopping around, and they're like, well, wh- yeah, my, I want to get my son an Xbox, they're like, oh, okay, you want an Xbox One S or an Xbox One X? and the people are standing there and they and this these are experiences i've witnessed they're like uh what's the difference and then the salesperson goes well you know this one just uh it's faster we're like that's what they said it's faster <laughs> I, I almost stopped what I was doing and went over there I was like it's yes, it's faster, but it looks better it, it, like, it, it's not just faster right. right And so when you have like when you don't have a Microsoft rep going out and trying to train these people of how to promote your product and that's the that's the marketing you're getting from that level that sucks. yeah now to be fair, PS4 has the same problem when someone goes, well, what's the difference between PS4 and PS4 pro and then people go oh it's uh, bigger. And uh, can play,
0: yeah, yeah, you know, Th- that and that's all marketing. Yeah, it's, it, it's all marketing. Be a, mar- a marketing yeah. for both Sony and Xbox,
1: Microsoft or yeah. Sony needs to find out yeah. a way where they can teach that person before they go to Best Buy,
0: before yep. they
1: go to GameStop, yeah. and that's how you got You got to be better with that um, about those products if you want to keep pushing yeah. them as a premium product. But yeah, you're right. Exclusives are going to be important because. Let's just say you have forty million Xboxes out there. Like, what's the what's the X, Xbox One X count? 8 million? 6 million? right? So oh, 10 20 percent of your of your market
0: is the X. So the other ninety, per, yeah, 80, 90%, percent, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You have they, to be. Winning, they can't hold on to the fact that yeah. they have the most powerful console. They have to. Well, they can. Support, they need to hold on to well, it, they, it. They need and. to hold on to it. They but they need to support. Xbox is a brand yeah, not absolutely. just we have the most powerful console. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you do. But what else can you give me with Yeah, because this right, console that isn't the most powerful. Yeah, because
1: right now you could sit there and you could pitch Sea of Thieves and I think people are I think it's going to come out and it's going to surprise a lot of people. I think that there are there are other people that are excited for it, but I think there's going to be a lot of people that jump on it late after the fact because it's going to be that unique fun multiplayer aspect game. But and then and then you'll have uh, Crackdown 3 that that can potentially do well. And let's just say we do get Ori. Let's say we get Ori in 2018. Then what? Because I come over here again on Sony and I go, "Oh, well, here's Spider-Man, God of War, Detroit Become Human, Days Gone."
0: Like like you just go that, the whole year is yeah. already yep. back is already there. And if you go onto web websites now and look at like the upcoming games for the Sony PlayStation and the Xbox, you have a list like we just read for sony of sony exclusives yeah and that's sony exclusives then you go on to your xbox websites and it's like these are all the games that are coming out to xbox this year yeah and you have games like anthem and red dead redemption 2 yeah and all these all these big name games third party but none of them are exclusive they're all third parties. so guess what they're playstation's also getting these yeah they just don't have to put it on their website of what you can expect from sony because they have enough exclusives yeah. to not put it on their website or they're or they're on the list it's just buried because of all the exclusives right
1: yeah i mean far cry 5
0: not exclusive no nope. well you got monster hunter world's not exclusive monster you, you got hunter World. Yeah. metro exodus not yep. exclusive yeah so this is just a site that I that, that I pulled up here. Let's just go through these games really quick, just to, to prove my my point. Crackdown three exclusive. Yeah. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil two not exclusive. Nope. Sea of Thieves exclusive. Yep. Skull and Bones. I don't even know. This must be a DLC. Um. No, it's another. Oh pirate no, game. Nope. Another pirate game. Yep. Not exclusive. Ori and the Will of Wisps exclusive. Metro Exodus, not exclusive. Anthem, not exclusive. State of Decay 2, exclusive, if it comes out this year. Uh, Strange Brigade, not exclusive. Far Cry 5, not exclusive. Red Dead Redemption 2, not exclusive. There was four games on that site that were exclusive. Yeah, but several of
1: them have not even been confirmed for 2018 where when we're over here talking about God of War Spider-Man uh Detroit become human those are all those all, are all, all have confirmed 20, yeah yep. er, and some and some, some of, them of them are early, early. Yeah, March. yeah yeah we're talking, March we're talking in the next 60 days here so um you know overall i think that's a that's a concern but out of that list every single game that you that you just rambled off there if if you're built for it you still can hold that tag and it's going to look better on the Xbox One X. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, for, for people like us, for people like Jazzy and myself, every time one of those games drop, we're going to look at each other and go, well, what system are you going to buy it on?
0: That, which was never a problem before. Yep. Before it was, grab the blue box, grab the blue box, mm-hmm. grab the blue box. Yeah, and it's going to be a situation for us where we're going to post in our gaming community, like, hey, who's interested in this game? Yep. What platform are you getting it on? Yep. And if we have a large following that wants to play with us on Sony, then we'll get it for Sony. Otherwise, you and I are probably going to get a lot of those third parties on the X because yep. it just performs better. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, so that's Xbox. Uh, you know, I want to see the redesign
1: of the Elite controller take it to a, a, another level. Um, and then I uh, want to see we want to see exclusives improvement. We want to see better marketing uh, to t- across the Xbox brand. I think Phil's done a good job. He just got his new role as the head of of video games, the head of Xbox. Yeah. There is no, it's him. And then the CEO of Microsoft. So he now pitches every idea, every thought straight to the
0: guy. There's yeah. no middleman anymore. Yeah, their video game system decided to actually create a branch within yeah. Microsoft. So
1: yeah, instead of being stuck under the computer branch. So um, yeah, I think Xbox is in a, is in a good spot, and I, and they've been making some good decisions. And 2018, I'm this is hard to say because we haven't got to Nintendo yet. But I but I honestly believe I'm the most excited for Xbox in 2018 because I because the the you know the list is barren on exclusives, and I, and I have a feeling that they're gonna pull some pull some announcements out of their ass. But also, I just feel like I'm enjoying the Xbox One X so much. Yeah, I'm. I like the I like the operating system. I like. There's a lot of things about the Xbox, that I'm like, wow, wow. I, I didn't even know that this was a thing. And some of it may have not been when the Xbox One uh, uh one first came
0: out because they've changed it. You know to try to make it better, but. I'm impressed. You know? Yeah. I think 2018 is going to be exciting in the fact that and like like you said even before we get into Nintendo this will be the year for me where I can give each of those systems a fair shot yeah. at playthrough. Yeah. Like typically it'd be like, "Oh, I played a lot of, you know, my Switch because it was new. Oh, I played a lot of my PlayStation because Xbox and Nintendo were dead in the water a couple years back." Yeah. You know, and this is the first year that I think we're going to see that all three of these console operating systems are are strong yeah. they're going into it with you know a full head of steam and we could actually give a fair comparison at the end of this year as to how those systems performed for us yeah because you're you you can play all of them you're
1: 100% <laughs> right because you know early 2017 Nintendo and the Switch wasn't even out yet until March the Xbox was struggling and the play and PlayStation was dominating, right? So twenty by the end of 2017, we have the Nintendo Switch, which is a huge success story. The Xbox uh, brand is stronger than ever with better with better features with features that nobody else has, like full backwards compatibility through their entire video game library. Um, yes, I know not every game, but again, I can play original Xbox, I can play Xbox 360, I can play Xbox One on my one system, no problem. And you know, then adding in some games. Releasing the X and at least having one angle, you got one angle that you're the most powerful system now, and you know you didn't have that before. So, and then of course PlayStation doing what PlayStation's been doing, being successful with exclusives and just continuing that road. So that you're right. At the end of 2017, we're now looking back at that, saying, "Wow, you know the the other two caught up caught up as much as they could to PlayStation. We're going into 2018, and I want not everybody's not neck and neck." But everybody's, like, in the green is how I look at it. No one's not in the green right now. Yeah.
0: You know, and so... um, Because I will this year, whereas in past years, it'd be like, hey, this game is a third party. You can get it on. And then even Nintendo with bringing a third party, like, hey, you could get this game on your Switch, on your Xbox, or on your PlayStation 4. In the first half of 2017 and before that, it was PlayStation 4. That's it. That's all yeah. I want to play it on. And now I have the ability to pick and choose what system I want to play that game on, and I might do a lot more of that. Like, hey, the X is my favorite, and I can get this game on the X, but I'm going to try this game on the Switch because I want to see how it performs. Or I want to yeah. try this game on the PlayStation because I want to see how it performs.
1: Yeah, or it's games like Axiom Verge where I've played it on you know the PC, the PS4, and now the Nintendo Switch. So, yeah, um... I agree. 2018 is, is the year where these three are really going to... I think this is this is the year that you're really going to see the fight. This is the fight. This is the battle to see who's going to catch up, pass, or if Sony's going to hold, hold that lead. Um, and that leads us into our last company, Nintendo... Of the big three, Nintendo uh, is our last one we're going to talk about. Obviously, Nintendo. Everyone knows what's going on because the Switch is was one of the hottest selling items of all all of 2017, and you know also decided to do some special things with the games uh, that they released in 2017. We'll get into that, but first, the Nintendo Switch has now set records in Japan and North America as the fastest selling console. Ever. that means faster than the PlayStation 2 and the Nintendo Wii when you can sit there and say I beat the PS2 you can sit there and say you are a success because let's look at how long the PS2 has held records for how long um, so what you know what does a what why is the Switch selling well it's because it's unconventional. And Nintendo's good at being unconventional, but they this time around, they fucking knocked it out of the ballpark because what they created has no competition. Yeah. That's the key here. You don't have the best graphics. You don't have the biggest library. You don't have the best controllers. You like you don't you don't have, and I mean, some people might argue the controller side of it, but you don't have the best of anything necessarily, except some vi- your video games, which, you know, it's why you're famous, for God's sakes, but the hardware is unique. You're not sitting here looking at a PS4 Pro and an Xbox One X, and you're like, "Well, this one's got five gigabytes of gdr 5 and this one's got you know, uh, twelve gigabytes of GDDR5, and this one has a uh, an equivalent GPU of this." And, and like, it's like you're taking two PCs and you're running spec lists, and you're like, "Well, yep, the other one should perform faster, and it does." Yeah. No, instead, you're looking at this weird little device that's nothing like those two. It's perfect
0: because nothing. Is direct competition with you. Yeah. So. And the most important thing about the Switch and its efficiency is it gives the player the option and can do it. So when you had the Wii, it was kind of like, oh, you have this Wii Mote that is motion sensitive. And it's like, oh, that's great and it's cool. But if you were playing a game that wasn't, the controller's just like, garbage like nobody wa- wanted to play a just normal controller game on that and then well mind you I think I think the Wii I think I think you pulling up the Wii is, is a tough t- tough uh,
1: call for you because the Wii is one of the most successful consoles of all time yeah it is so yes if you're talking about the Wiimo turning it sideways it was an it was an NES controller and And then, all of a sudden you had to plug this like cord in and have a nunchuck so that you could have a joystick, right. And then, uh, you know, but you could buy a classic controller and have two joysticks. or you could buy a, uh, you know there were there were a lot of attachments, and it was it was different, and it was hot as hell for the longest time. But I think you're right, end of life in the Wii, yeah, people were tired of
0: it. They were like, I know I just want to play a normal game. I just want to pick up my dual controller and play yeah. a game. And the difference with between the Wii and then even into the Wii U and then now the Switch is the Switch whatever option you want you could do it. You want to pull the Joy-Cons off and play a motion control game? You could do it. You want to play on your little handheld tablet device? You could do it. Yeah. You want to plug the Joy-Cons into the dog face controller and m- play with a somewhat regular controller? You could do it. Yeah. You want a Pro controller? You could do it. Yeah. All, you want to f- play on at your launch. television? Throw the tablet into the dock. You could do it All like, from day one. Yeah, from day one. Yep. You could literally give the option to the gamer how do you like to play video games? Oh, that's how? Switch yep. can do it. And that's, again, that's, that comes
1: down to the no competition where it's, it, the Switch is a handheld and a home console. But here's the kick it's also their flagship system. Yeah. You don't have the old. Okay, so what did Nintendo used to do? You Used to have the Super Nintendo and the Game Boy, the Nintendo 64 and the Game Boy Advance, the the Wii and the DS. Right? You had two platforms, which and 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 the handheld one once a, never was technically your flagship. You you because Nintendo's been so successful with their handhelds, you could call them that they had two flagships. And and they were successful with, it, but they've learned. That I think they made a call this time. They're like, we don't want two platforms again. We want one platform that does both, because no one else is even thinking about this. And then we're gonna come up with these Joy Cons, which are they, you know, they. When we first saw them, everyone questioned the hell out of them, and but they work. Are they the greatest thing in the world, man? Maybe not, but like, what other counts? What other system can you grab, take it anywhere you want? Sit down, and this is out of the box. You didn't buy a single extra thing. Sit down with your buddy anywhere. Pull the Joy Cons off, hand one to your buddy, and play play a local multiplayer game anywhere, anytime. No problem. It doesn't exist. So the Switch has proven. You don't need to have the best graphics. You don't need to be the most powerful. You you just need to come up with you know call it a gimmick, call it a call it a uh, you know a style. What you need to come up with innovation that people want and and you'll sit back and be able to put the IPs that are that I mean, Mario's never going to die Zelda's never going to die like right. you know so when you have those where you can sit there and say hey year 1 well that launch and then later on in the year here's two of our biggest names ever oh and we just happen to I don't know make the, two of the best games of their IPs of all time so, you know, um, they had, the, like, Nintendo had, not only did they release a new system that was no competition and innovative, it also had the best games of 2017. Yeah. That, Award-winning <laughs> games. That even if you don't release any good games this year, I don't think it hurts you. Because you still have Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and you still have a Mario Odyssey, and those will still sell consoles. That's the crazy part. Now I think they will. They are going to launch games that matter in 2018. They're going to uh, continue to push, but the fact that matters is you got those two games that are going to be. They are the Mario 64. They are Super Mario Brothers. Uh-huh. They are Super Mario Three. They they're those games that year one and year five of the Switch they will still
0: be system sellers. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yep, and there's a lot there. There's a little to look forward to. I mean, obviously, there's big titles that we probably won't see in 2018 that are mentioned with the Switch. So you have Bayonetta three, you have uh, Metroid uh, Prime Prime Four. We um, might see that, and that's the and thing. We might, we could. They just don't, don't release that. They yeah. just, they just don't know. Um, but as far as like AAA titles um, that are slated for 2018, as of right now, you have Wolfenstein two, Payday two. Outlast, Mega Man 11, mm-hmm. yep. and then obviously the Street Fighter 30th anniversary. So, I mean, there's there's still games that are going to sell yeah. for Nintendo during but the the period. But
1: the bottom line is, is that people are they're doing the eShop right this time. You know, like, I buy more off the eShop than I've ever bought off of a Nintendo pro- product, ever. And it's because it's easy for me to go, huh, I kind of want another Metroidvania game. I go in and I'm like, oh, Steam Dig World 2 is on sale. Oh, Forma 8 is on sale. Oh, Mummy Demastered is on sale. Pfft, buy them all. Because I have, you know, the, I have the room on the Switch. They're on sale and uh, they're all Metroidvania games. Done. Yeah. The only thing you need to do now is also let me get Super Metroid. You need to give me the virtual console, right? Which that's that's my the expectation of 2018 is I need virtual console. Yeah. You give me virtual console in 2018. But. Um, you know, beyond that, you have, to, you have to think about the Switch came out at $299. Yeah. The PS4 well came out at $400. The Xbox One came out at $500. So, yes, I understand the, the, they're, they're now, uh, you know, both the Xbox and PS4 you can purchase uh, for sometimes even less than what the Switch cost. But when you look at launch, you have to compare all three at, at their launch points Nintendo, again, has priced themselves in a way where people look at it and they go, huh, it's very versatile, it's unique, nothing's like it, oh, and it's, and it's a fair price.
0: Yep. So there's three things that I think I need to see out of Nintendo in 2018, and this is important. They had such a successful 2017, these are the three things that I need from Nintendo in 2018 first thing, or we'll go third thing because we'll go in reverse order. Virtual console. I agree with you 100%. They need to bring virtual console to the Switch. It's something that everybody's been asking for and it's something that honestly really shouldn't be that hard for Nintendo to do. Just give us a virtual console. Two, continue with your third party development. All right, You have to keep bringing third party into Nintendo. I think it's super successful with what Bethesda's already shown us. And with that, you have to fix your online play period like you have to give us an app you have to give us an online platform that will allow gamers to take that third-party game and play it like it can be played on the xbox and playstation yeah you just like and i understand that you're a nintendo and you're stuck in your ways and you at one point thought online gaming wasn't going to be a thing guess what nintendo it is so you need to be able to compete with the big boys not saying you have to come out and have a better everything than these but you have to have something yeah, and I think they do. Like, okay, so is their their apps their app is garbage?
1: We don't we don't use it. We use Discord instead when we're using it, when we're playing multiplayer stuff on Nintendo. The bottom line though is that Nintendo does have an angle, and that is local multiplayer. Yep. Yeah, you know, we we played um, um, Jackbox. For you know, both at the New Year's party, at the Christmas party, you know things like that. By simply just slapping the switch into a dock, having everyone pull their phones out, and, and and yeah, you can do that on PS4 and Xbox. But at the same time, it was like, hey, okay, let's play Overcooked, and it was just like I handed a bunch of Joy-Cons out and we were playing. You know, like it's just the ability, or or the or the famous story that I'll that will stick with me for you know forever is our experience of Bomberman on the airplane flying to two packs. Nothing will ever like that's when I knew the switch was special. Yep. Was like, "Oh my god, I'm pl- we're playing with strangers on an airplane." You know, Switch to Switch. And for some reason it just felt like the old Nintendo 64 days. It felt like when all you, when everybody brought their own little you know their own N sixty four controller over in, and everyone had a, a special like I had a blue one, you had a yellow one, we had like unique controllers, and we sat down and we played together, and that was like that first time where it was easy. Every it was just easy to do. That's what the Switch is, except in a new era of of uh, playing, and they have that. So yes, they need to improve their online because if they brought something like hey. We brought doom to you. It ran well. Mm-hmm. We're bringing Wolfenstein 2 to you. It's going to probably run just as well because it's still from Bethesda. We're going to bring Overwatch. Well, if you're going to bring Overwatch, you got to have communication. Yep. And at that point, yeah, what I would like to see in 2018 is that you have this app, you need to keep you need to keep improving it. I want to see that app integrated into the system. I, I need you know, the system has Bluetooth capabilities, the system has a has a has a audio jack. I don't want my phone.
0: Yeah. I want it to be on the system. Yeah. And and we're looking up because we are getting uh, different forms of entertainment app. Like currently we have Hulu, right? Mm. But we're supposedly getting Netflix and Amazon and stuff like that yeah. onto the Switch in twenty eighteen. So Putting your app onto your system shouldn't be hard as well. Like, just make it happen.
1: Yeah. Or just like, get, 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 team up with Discord and get Discord put on, put
0: on the Switch. Yeah. There you go. Discord probably love it. Yeah. You don't have, then you don't have to develop (laughs) anything. You're welcome, Nintendo. Yeah. The number one most important thing that I need to see from Nintendo this year make more fucking systems. You're a success. Be a success. You already said you're cranking up the production of this system. Do it. Sell a ton of systems. Bring Nintendo back. Or continue to bring Nintendo back, I'll say at this point. Like, yeah. that's it. Which I think they doing. I enjoyed, doing. like, when we saw that first, like, release of what the Switch was going to be, you and I thought Nintendo was dead. I was it was scared. the worst pr- presentation ever. Yeah. We. We're gamers, so we, we decided to go ahead and, and get our, you know, Switches ordered up and stuff like that because we wanted it. We have to try it. We're gamers at heart. We are Nintendo fans from back in the day. The nostalgia, we had to have one. Everybody else in the world, like, probably thought Nintendo was like, what the hell is that? Yep, Nintendo's dead. See ya. Then you release the system, and it's a giant success keep running with it man like that's it yeah. nintendo and, make more systems yeah
1: but that's what they are i mean if you went to holiday if you went into christmas time you could buy a switch almost oh, anywhere oh yeah for sure like they do, they've done a better job but nintendo but at the same time let's 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 be honest nintendo has managed scarcity like a champ okay cuz this is what they do this is what they've done since day 1 you this is nintendo so they know how to release hardware to set sales records they've done it in north america and japan they beat playstation 2 which also had issues finding one, right? So yes, they need, they've already talked about, they want to sell 20 million switches next in in 2018. They've already sold 10 million in less than a year. Yeah. So two year, two year birthday, you could be sitting on 30 plus million systems. You could, do in, in, you could do in 24 months what
0: Xbox hasn't been able to do in four years. Yeah, half the time. And this may be a bold statement, and there may be a lot of people that might disagree with me with this, but the more Switch systems you make to where you can get more of those Switch systems into people's hands, I'm okay at that point of you just letting go of the 3DS. Well, the three, 3D, DS, uh, yeah. like,
1: expectations of twenty eighteen is that the three DS is dead this
0: year. Yeah. Oh, it's dead like, this year. Like, you want to know what? Already, I know yeah. you said that you were going to still support it, and you even said before you were going to support it through twenty eighteen, and then potentially further. But like, no, let it the, go. Let it go. Man. They said <laughs> twenty eighteen. They never talked about further. Now, third party
1: might support. Like, you know, people could build three DS games for tw- next ten years. Right. People still make Sega Dreamcast games for God's sakes. But you know, the the thing is is that Nintendo is going to cut they're going to cut the DS. I mean, they've already came out with the like look at the manufacturing of the systems. It's moved into this 2DS like platform that they've created a new clamp. Like it almost kind of feels like they might be just trying to use like all of the materials and all the all the inventory that they have for this product, they're trying to eat it up. They're trying to burn it out, right? And well, it'll linger through 2018, but you like name a game that's come out for 3DS in 2018 that you know of. Cuz I can't. Nope. You know, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Moon was last year and that that's, you know, and and Ever Oasis or whatever. Those were the two like like there's probably a couple coming out here, but it's all on the Switch, man. No yeah. one's, you know, Nintendo themselves aren't going to take any of their first-party developers and waste time on the on the 3DS uh much anymore. So yeah, I, I agree. Your your switch sales are gonna be you know, you're gonna you're gonna blow the doors off what you did here in the first year. You have the games, keep them coming. Third party has to be huge, okay, and you're doing a good job with it. The indie scene is better on the Switch. Dude, the indie scene is so good. It might be the best. It might be the best indie scene, period. So like Just keep it rolling with that. Keep the eShop healthy. What I want to see is the eShop redesigned, and maybe that'll happen when you announce Virtual Console, but the eShop is a clusterfuck. So unless it's on the sale page or unless it's a new release, to go through and just see what's in the store without like knowing what to search for is a pain in the ass. So clean that up because I like the eShop, and I buy from it. You know, and then just keep the unique stuff coming. I like these physical editions of like The End is Nigh and Tiny Barbarian and these weird like these off games that aren't the standard like you know Call of Duty and Destiny and and Madden and all that stuff. No, they're unique. I like the adding that to my collection. I like putting that on my shelf. So um, yeah, I like that. Uh, you know, so so yeah, the uh, virtual console definitely right there with you. Um, Inventory, I'm not too worried about. Like they've done a good job with it. I think they're balancing it pretty well. And Nintendo's going to be Nintendo. Mm-hmm. They've never changed. They never. I don't believe they ever will. Yeah. That was more um, of
0: a, not what they need to do. That's more of what I want to see. Like, yeah. like let's get more. Yeah. Like the Switch surprised me to the point where I didn't think I was going to get it at launch. I did. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I just, I just want more people to play. Yeah. I want more people to experience the Nintendo Switch.
1: Yeah, and then. Um, You know, I want to see just the, really, the continuation of what you're doing. So my big thing is 2018, what are you going to do with your first parties? You know, to I don't think you can have a year like you did 2017. You released The Legend of Zelda and Mario Odyssey. So this year, in my opinion, will be a lesser year from the first party standpoint. Now, mind you, if you launch Metroid Prime 4... I will change my mind and tell you that you're the greatest company ever in the history of all time. But that's just me. No one else will sit there and say, "Oh, this was a better year than 2017." It'll just be me. And so you don't you don't need to beat last year cuz last year is still going to help you. You just need to build on it. I want to see like where's the Yoshi game? You got the Kirby game. Where's the where's Donkey Kong? Where like where are like keep just keep slamming. Where's Star Fox? Where's Animal Crossing? Where, you know, like, that's the stuff I want to see in 2018. And not not all of it needs to come out in 2018. You just need to keep building excitement because your system's already going to sell. Your system is already, already, already rolling. It's already the snowball effect. Like, you could just stand out of the way and you still get three, four, five years out of the system. But how are you going to, how are you going to catch Sony? Because I believe now, After this, you know, we're not even on the one year mark, but after the first year of the Switch, I now believe Nintendo can catch Sony this generation and be the top selling system uh, for this gen. Hands down, believe it. Mm -hmm. And they're starting four years late and they still can do
0: it. And another thing that I would like to see, and this is just something like on a personal level, I think it's just me, is I want to see a presence at E3 that's not just video based. Like, show up at E3, let, you know, Big Reggie come out and stage and just blow people's minds. Yeah. Like, that's what I want to see. I want to see Nintendo, not to say that they weren't at the E3s and stuff like that, and they've, they've been integrating themselves into E3, but E3 is, like, the event of events throughout the season for the gaming industry. Everybody's showing you their releases. I want, like, a physical presence of Nintendo at yeah. E3, because I think this could be the year That, with the success of the Switch so far, and if they have some of those haymakers in their back pocket that they're not telling us about, they could destroy E3 this year. Well,
1: just think about like stupid things too, like not expectations for 2018, but something I want to see is like, you can't sit back and watch all these artists making all these mock-ups of these, like, custom Joy-Con, like, yeah. boxes. Like, like, if they were like, here's three Pokemon sets, one Metroid set, and, and, you know, and just dropped these, like, you know, these, this pack of two Joy-Cons that had custom colors on them from Nintendo,
0: guess what? I'd have my third set of Joy-Cons. Like, maybe my fourth set of Joy-Cons. I would die. This is, this is how I would die, all right? Clearly, you, there's these artists are out there. They're on they're on Etsy. They're on social media and stuff like that. I wish Nintendo would have like secretly like reached out to these people and said, "Hey, you want to work for Nintendo? We're gonna move move here, and we're gonna have you create. You're gonna be basically uh, part of our controller making system, and you're gonna c- create custom controllers for a living. Here's what your salary is gonna be." And then Reggie steps out on stage at E3 and says, "New in 2018, starting." 10 minutes ago, build your own yeah, controller. I was just going to say, steal it, steal yep. take
1: <laughs> it from Xbox Labs, yep. you know, and, and make it better though. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Like, here's, here's the themes that you could buy. Like, you don't even have to make your own controller. Here's the Metroid theme. Here's the Pokemon theme. Here's the, right? Or customize your own.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, here's this little sticker. You want the little Mario M? You could just put it wherever you want and click it and then it'll print it on there yeah. and then there you go. You're good to go. You yep. can custom design your yeah. own yeah. Joey and it's Connor pre- controller. It's,
1: it's, I don't want to call it a pro con- concept. It's a premium product so you charge more too. Yeah. Because guess what? Like, if I go build a standard Xbox controller from the lab you know, which I can go to the store and buy an Xbox controller for $50, 60 bucks, depending on you know. Sometimes there's a little sale, $50, 60 bucks. It's eighty-five dollars for the same controller, just because I colorized it. Yeah. And guess what? I'll do it because it's
0: cool, and I can have that controller that's mine. And having the ability to take something that you're that's your favorite. So, I brought I bought a pro controller. And what's the one thing that I did with my pro, pro controller? You customized the second it. that Splatoon 2 came out, I took that controller apart. I painted one of the handles red or, like, the pinkish. Pinkish, yeah. And then the other handle green, and then I took some glow-in-the-dark uh, neon-colored pink and green of the same color and splattered it to look like ink yeah. splotches on my controller, put it back together. It works perfectly fine. Yeah. And now when, you know, I'm gaming late into the night, my controller glows different colors. Yeah. No, that's cool. Imagine how much you could sell of that controller. Yeah. Yeah, so I would like to see some...
1: Because the uh, system is so um, customizable, right? And the, the Joy-Cons pop off and, and you know, you can have, and it's portable so you have cases and like there's all these accessories that matter to the switch that I would like to see the ability of more customization first party. Not colorwave.com. Right. Not, you know, and, and th- nothing wrong with them. There's nothing wrong with them. I, I love Doyle Customs. He's my favorite. You know, he's, he's an Instagram guy that, that started it, and he's, he's, yeah. he's become famous from it. Like, people know who he is now. I love his work, and, and, I, and I support his work, but I also like first parties just, like, get it in your head that it's a smart idea. It's the same thing I yell about at Xbox. It's like, you, you built this lab where you can customize a, a, a controller. Why can't I make a custom elite controller? All the all the goddamn buttons and everything pop off the bitch. They're all magnetic. Yep. Why can't I be like, hey, I want my D-pad to be anodized blue, and I want these joysticks to be this color, and I want, like, why not? You know, how, like, yeah, it might be a 200 $250 controller, but I'm already buying a $150 stock controller,
0: so 50 bucks to make it mine yeah done and it's not hard it's not hard and that goes for that goes for everybody nintendo sony microsoft yeah. like you you clearly have the color options already in like black white blue yeah. red sony even came out with the uh crystals yep. so you had the red and the and the uh white clearish and, and then the blue, blue. Yep. like you have the ability to do this just literally I, <laughs> something simple right Sony already made, like, especially Sony, first of all, make your goddamn Elite controller. Second of all, you already have all these color options. You have the Destiny White. You have the special editions and all this shit, right? You don't even have to have anything extra. Just put those fucking special edition, like, colors and shit like that onto a site and that's what you could choose from. Here's what you go. You go into the room of your f- 100
1: web developers that you have on your staff already. You grab one of them and say, "Hey, take the next 48 hours and build me an e-commerce site where people can build their own goddamn controllers with the products that we already have in this goddamn warehouse." It doesn't make any sense to me. Like it's not hard when when, you know, and no again, no offense to the people that are on Etsy and stuff, but they're doing it. <laughs> They're backlogged for months. Yep. Yep. All right. So anyways, I want to see more customization from Switch. I want to see the virtual console more more than anything else and uh, and just keep it up. Keep up the good work. You are you're on you're on pace to what I think is uh, a run for the number one spot by the end of this generation. But that's just our opinions, okay? We want to know your opinions. What are you expecting from these big three in 2018? You can voice all that in the Discord. GameZillaMedia.com. Hit the button that says, join the Discord. It's free. Talk with gamers from around the world every day and chime in the Nintendo, PlayStation, and Xbox channels. Start talking about your expectations. Start talking about your concerns. What you want to see. What's gonna make you buy a switch if you haven't bought one yet? What's gonna you know what's gonna make you finally realize Xbox is back on track, you know, these are the things that we talk about and, and enjoy debating and, and and conversing on the Discord every day. So
0: yeah, and then once again, if you like everything that we have to say, you support our opinions, you want to join the Discord, be be part of the community, it's a huge help to us if you head on over to patreon.com slash hit that subscribe button or patronage button or whatever perk button, whatever it is, and, you know, help donate a little bit to us so that we can continue to give you great content like this and you can also get some perks along with it, like, you know, video game of the month drawings and being able to vote on Fight Club and early access to shows like this one and all of our other great shows.
1: Yeah, and we understand not everybody, you know, has the ability to to throw a few bucks here and there. So, you know, if you're a fan and you're tired of us, Beating Patreon down your down your throat. Here, there's a lot of things you can do. You can hit that share button on anything that you're listening to. You can post on social media about us and tell tell your friends and family about us. And you know you can rate us and leave a comment. Hit that subscribe button wherever it is that you listen to the podcast. All these things help us so much. Um, you know we're we're big on Twitch now, so you can follow any of us individually on Twitch, but you can also follow Gamezilla Media on Twitch. And you know you can use your Amazon Prime account to be a subscriber on Twitch. Call, you already you, you have Amazon Prime already. Guess what? Costs you nothing. Helps us out. So these are things that you can do. A lot of it is explained on our website, gameslamedia.com, under the support tab. But we appreciate everybody that's been you know working hard and, and helping us out and sharing sharing the the knowledge. Um, and we're looking to make 2018 even better. Bringing new products you know changing things up improving upon ourselves and it's all thanks to you guys you know uh we don't we we started this with one show with one mic in somebody else's office before we cleaned it every every sunday and you know so to look at where we're at now we're very proud and we're very thankful but we can see you know what's next we, we want to see what's next we want to continue to grow and you know we believe this is we are some of the best podcasting based around video games out there period yeah we just need to get that in people's hands so there you go join patreon support us if you can't share and talk about us tell us to even your local establishments you go play you know you go play card games or, or go to video game tournaments every week at your local video game store tell people about us Contact us, send us an email, send us a private message in the Discord and say, hey, I I I want a swag bag. I want a marketing kit. We will box up a custom little box for you. Ship it to wherever you are so that you can go into your local video game stores, your local shops and say, hey, can I leave a stack of these cards? These guys are awesome. Yeah. That helps us so much. And so many people have done it for us already. Thanks, thanks for everyone. First show in 2018, so this is just kind of my, you know, thank you to everyone for 2017. It was awesome. You know, I I had a for a year that was a very down year for me personally with fighting through medical problems and everything. Gamezilla, Noobs and Dragons, Legend of Retro, my friends that are involved with this, they're my they're my family. I don't have a big family. They are my family, and you all made 2017 a good year for me a year that has been a that was a struggle and i just i can't thank everybody enough so you know thank you again i'm gonna
0: i'm gonna stop before i start crying (laughs) and uh you know i'm i'm excited for 2018 i'll hop in and say i want to give a special thank you to the detroit beard collective um head on over to detroitbeardcollective.com for all of your beard care needs and uh we thank them again for sponsoring this episode of gamezilla alpha And um, just to tack on to what uh, Grimlock is saying, if you have that favorite place that you like to game, just give them our information. Have them contact us or we can contact them and they can even get a spotlight like, hey, it's your favorite local gaming store. Get us in contact with them or have them contact us and we'll get them onto the Alpha show and tell the world about them so that more people, more gamers like you can go to these areas and find that place that they enjoy so much.
1: Yep, exactly.
0: All right, well, we need to get out of here.
1: Thank you for hanging out on episode 39 of Games of the Alpha, the big three and what we want to see in 2018. Let us know your thoughts on the Discord. We will see you next week, and until then, game Game on. on.
0: Can we, like, get... Like a fire up in this bitch or something? Like, I'm freezing.
1: Man, there's a fireplace, but I've never used it, so it scares me. Also, gremlins.